This is the Urban Phoenix Podcast with your host, Arian Horvitz. But first, a word from our sponsor. I'm about to get controversial, my friends. Um, this is this is something that you know I've been doing a lot of thinking about, and um, <clears throat> you know I, I think is is really really important to get out there. It's important to think about, and I don't want. I want to say first and foremost, I'm not somebody that takes a hard stance. I think, you know, in this in this world right now, we're all kind of polarizing. We're all taking, we're all standing our ground, and and we're not, you know, reaching across the table and trying to see eye to eye. On the contrary, I think there's so much room to see eye to eye on this issue that I'm about to address. But I do want to address it first, and then I want to kind of walk back and and talk about how we can come together. Uh, on this issue, oh, it, it, I don't even say come together on this issue. I wouldn't even say that. I would. I want to say how we can appreciate this issue without reacting to it. If that, if this issue affects us directly, all right. I am a cyclist, uh, an urban cyclist for transportation, and I love that. I, it, that's that's my thing. To me. You know, cycling for transportation is the only thing, is one of the only things that I think is going to definitively persuade people that there is some legitimacy to building cycling infrastructure. So if you're talking about, you know, in our cities using tax dollars to build cycling infrastructure, uh, you're talking about, you know, building efficiencies in for cyclists uh, and and taking them away from cars. (laughs) So... That's a hard sell, right? For 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 people that just love to drive or that just driving is is been ingrained in them. That's a part of their life. It's a it's a hard sell to the other side, right? Because for a very long time, cycling has been seen as a as a recreational activity only in our country, and it's really has you know it has not been you know while it has been a mode of transportation for a number of you know for for. I would say what total about one percent of our population. Um, it's not been seen that way. You know, you go to the bike store and it's all, it's all you know people in it's all you know the posters on the wall, people in lycra or mountain biking and whatever. And look, hey, that's great, that's awesome. If if you enjoy cycling recreationally, that's amazing. The problem is, cycling for recreation is easier to marginalize. It's easier to say, know your role, know your space, the road is mine. If you're just having fun, if you're just out for a for a little stroll, for a little ride, uh, you know, th- th- you shouldn't be in my road. You shouldn't be in my way. You shouldn't be slowing my commute. You shouldn't be slowing my trip to the mall, whatever. It's 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 easier to say, hey, you're just having fun. The road's about business. Get out of my way. Okay. For me, as as a legitimate cyclist for transportation, and I really don't ride for fun. I don't do group rides. I don't do. I mean, I probably will do more this year because I I really want to embed myself in the cycling community, and I want to hear from a lot of different people because I understand a lot of different people have a lot of different modes for um, reasons for riding a bike. Uh, I want to get back into mountain biking, which I did when I was a kid. I want to do all this recreational stuff. Here's my issue. I don't believe those – I don't believe cycling 
for recreation or group rides or anything like that is going to do anything positive to legitimize the bike as a as a mode of of transportation or 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 just has to legitimize the fact that bikes belong in the road along with cars if we're having a conversation with drivers and i say look i'm just trying to get to where i'm going i'm trying to get to work i'm trying to get to wherever i'm going this is transportation for me just like you we can have a conversation there right because you know, he's trying to get somewhere and I'm trying to get somewhere and we're doing the same thing. So we're sharing the road for the same purpose. Right. And, and still, look, I, I'm not I'm not kidding myself. Pe- people don't people still don't care. <laughs> they just want to run you over. <clears throat> I'm not talking about all drivers. I'm just I'm just saying that's generally the that, that tends to be the culture. Um, you know, so uh, when you talk about sharing the road and a driver is trying to get to where he or she is going and they come upon a pack of people or a single rider or a group of riders uh, that are riding for recreation, that legitimacy is even more in question now. Because, you know, someone can say, look, I'm trying to get my, my kid to soccer practice or I'm trying to get to my job or I'm trying to get from here to there and here's a bunch of just people riding in the road just to hang out. And I know that's not what it is. I know there's more to it than that. For anyone listening to this who, you know, is a big group ride fan, and, and you know, for, for recreation or, uh, you know, we have the wonderful Unity ride here in Rochester. We have amazing different riding groups. Fantastic. You're, you're, you're raising advocacy about shared streets, about shared space, and, and that's, that's huge. My question is whether the other side is going to get that. It doesn't matter that the other side understands that. You know, what What group rides basically say is we're going to band together and we're going to, you know, we're, we're going to we're going to take the road. We're going to we're going to do this. We're going to we're going to share the road. We're going to show what happens when people ride in mass and when people ride in groups and, and show that, you know, what shared streets really do look like when they're shared. And you know what? If you know, I get the narrative. If if you don't get it, screw you. <laughs> this is the law. We can do this. And you're right. You're absolutely right. If you're someone who enjoys shared rides for that reason, and that's your narrative, then awesome, fantastic. But is it? You know, my thing is, unless we make cycling about transportation. Unless we really have that conversation, unless we really have that conversation with the driver, a driver is probably not going to understand quite as well. Because, again, if, if I'm trying to get somewhere on my bike, I can have a conversation with a driver on that. I'm just, I, I can say, look, you and I are trying to do the same thing. We're just using different modes of transit. And... That is different than saying, than, you know, having a conversation with a driver and saying, I'm having fun in the street. I'm enjoying myself in the street. Yes, I understand that, you know, it's, it's about advocacy, but, you know, I'm, I'm riding with a bunch of friends in the street and I'm impeding where you need, you know, <laughs> I'm impeding your progress forward in your car. You see where the disconnect is there? The, the difference is there in projecting legitimacy with regard to bikes? I mean that's that's the that's the thing, right? That's 
that's what we're talking about is is being able to kind of have that conversation with drivers and 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 change minds about what bikes really are. The problem with bikes is that they have so many different uses. They can be used for transportation. They can be used for recreation. They can be used on the street. They can be used off-road. You know, there's a lot of different applications. And unfortunately, over the last, you know, I don't know, 50, 60, 70 years or so, people have lost sight of the fact that bikes are really actually really great transportation tools. They're extremely efficient tools to use. So, you know, the... I, I love anybody who gets on a bike for whatever reason. And I, I support you and I support your message. And when we all come together, and I said this recently at a meeting, um, you know, we all come together, regardless of our motive for getting on two wheels and riding a bike. When we all come together, we all want the same thing. We all want drivers to respect us. We all want safety. We all want legitimacy. We all want to be appreciated and respected on the roads because eventually we're going to share the road. We're going to share the road with the car. It's just going to happen. No matter how hard we try to avoid it, it's going to happen. No matter if we're mountain bikers or whether we're straight street urban commuters or anything in between. Right? We have a powerful voice when we all come together and realize that we're all trying to do the same thing. Ultimately, we all want the same thing regardless of how we go about it. But for me personally, the reason I don't do a whole lot of group rides and the reason I put on social media all of my bike commuting is I'm trying to project a legitimacy, a legit, I need to get from here to there. Here's how I do it on my bike. And here's why it's fun. And here's, you know, here's me working at it. Here's me getting after it, you know, and, and, you know, here's what I see along the way. Here's what I would have missed in a car. You know, that's legitimacy. That's, I think a driver can get with that a little more, can understand that. I'm not trying to oppose a driver. I'm just trying to do the same thing that he or she is is doing on any given day. I'm trying to go from point A to point B. I just have more fun doing it, (laughs) right? I'll say this again. I'm not saying any of this to put down the efforts of group rides or to put down the efforts of mountain bikers or to put down the efforts of recreational cycling or family cycling or whatever. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying that for me, when we look at actual advocacy as far as reaching across the table and getting drivers to not just appreciate that we're there but also understand our perspective – I think commuters kind of have the edge there. Commuter cyclists have the edge there. We can have that conversation of we're just both trying to do the same thing. We're just trying to get to where we're going. We're just trying to get to our jobs. We're just trying to get to that place down the street. That's that's the truth. You know, and, and hopefully, you know, it's, it's a good thing to, you know, Group rides can, you know, empower us, I think, as cyclists. Maybe, maybe that's the thing is maybe, maybe, you know, group rides, that's what they do, right? They give us a sense that we're not alone in this world. And that's just as important. 
that turns us on, right? Us cyclists riding with other people says, oh man, this is, this is freeing. This is wonderful to not be the lone wolf out here. And we need that. We need to feel like we're part of a community because we get marginalized so much. But as far as actual, you know, bike infrastructure legitimacy, the conversation has to be about commuting. The conversation has to get be about practical point A to point B travel. I really, really, truly believe that. I understand that this is a controversial take, and I don't mean it to be, and I don't mean to be divisive. It's, it's just something that, that, that I truly believe. And again, it does not delegitimize any of, you know, anybody that's trying to do a, a group ride and that just enjoys it and just wants to ride with people and raise advocacy that way. Because you know what? We need to support each other in a multitude of different ways. But if we're actually talking about engaging a driver in a conversation about we're both trying to do the same thing and we're both trying to use the same piece of road to do it, to me, that's the conversation that I think... Um, you know, the, the commuting conversation has to be the one to take there. Love to hear your thoughts, everybody. Thank you so very much for listening. Have a wonderful day. Keep riding out there.